Hello and welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And today we have an extra special guest. You know her as a writer and fact checker for The Ringer. It's Jordan Liggins. Woo! Yay! Woo! So happy to be here. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing this. Yes, we're so happy to have you. How are you doing? How are you feeling today? You know, I woke up feeling great. My Lakers are, are going to the finals. And it's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day to be alive. <laughs> That's amazing. Congratulations. How, yeah, how long you. have you been a Lakers fan? Since birth, uh, really. I from Sacramento too, which is a oh, plot wow. twist. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> so growing up a Lakers fan in Sacramento was not the easiest <laughs> way of life. Um, but yeah, my dad was a Lakers fan and I kind of just absorbed his teams. Um, nice. But yeah, it's been great. <laughs> um, you were born, they immediately put a little jersey on you. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Since even when I, I first started playing basketball at five. And we were the Lakers then. Oh, and wow. We didn't even have jerseys. We had like the T-shirts. You know how mm -hmm, they do kids? Mm -hmm. They're like, you're too young for jerseys. You're, something bad is going to happen. I don't even know why they don't <laughs> give kids jerseys. <laughs> but we had these bright yellow jerseys and we were the Lakers. And I was like, this is who I am. This feels right. <laughs> That's amazing. And now it's all been building up to this moment <laughs> when you get to wake up with a smile on your face. It's great. Uh, yeah. How do you and feel I, about LeBron? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> I am not the biggest LeBron fan. As a person, he's amazing. He's, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a top-of-the-line guy. But yeah. as a basketball player, you know, I'm a Kobe fan. I was always a Kobe's fan. And then when LeBron became a Laker, I was like, dang it, we're going to win. <laughs> he's, he's going to be the person that helps us win and true it's, it's taken me a, a long way at first i didn't clap for him i clapped for everybody else and i was like oh no you're helping us win uh but um no i've i've, I've come a long way <laughs> nice that's great i'm happy um, yeah uh yeah. i mean you know there's Definitely a lot of good guys on that team to be excited about right now, you know. But yeah. Papa LeBron, you can't, <laughs> you can't Father help time. it. <laughs> yeah, and he's getting better, which is really annoying. Like somehow yeah. he's better and even more explosive, and it's like th this shouldn't be happening. I think everybody is like, oh, okay. He's not going to be good. It's the West. I know I was that person. I'm like, LeBron's only winning because he's in the East. And <laughs> now he comes to the West and does the exact same thing, which I'm like rolling my eyes, but really happy at the same time. It's a, it's quite the conundrum. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's annoying for me just as a human. Like, how is he getting better with age? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like a the crypt keeper at my age. I'm like <laughs> <laughs> getting worse in all ways. Um, and he's just constantly improving. It's amazing. You know, he's going to be out there at like 80 still dunking. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. I mean, we all see the hairline. We yeah. see the hairline. We saw the salt and pepper coming in over quarantine. Like he's, mm -hmm old in basketball he's really only like 35 but he's yeah, old. Yeah. He's an old man in basketball world so i think he's gonna play until his son is in the nba i think so he will will it i hope so like, it I will happen i want that to happen so badly it would be really I, I adorable too. yeah that would, that would be kind of cute i i wouldn't be i wouldn't be sad about that yeah it would be cute um so when did you get into the WNBA? Really, um, since I started playing basketball, um, going back to, you know, being from Sacramento, I was a huge Monarchs fan. I actually, as I say that, I have these really creepy, like, Russian doll. Oh, my God. <laughs> of Yolanda Griffith, who was an amazing Monarchs. What and the it's hell? still on my childhood desk. Oh, my, my parents' God. house. It's really embarrassing. And there's, like, multiple inside. What? I kind of love that. That's amazing. <laughs> it's 
kind of really creepy. It's but... all her. Each each inside layer is her. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it goes to different players. So this is Tisha Pinachero, who's my favorite player. And I still have her jersey when I was 11. I could still oh fit God. it. Cute. She wow. signed it for me. And then, okay, so I, I recorded the NBA podcast for The Ringer. And I was wearing it because I just wanted to, you know, just feel her presence while I was talking <laughs> about the WNBA. Then I took a picture of it, posted it on Twitter. Then she retweeted it. <gasps> and I immediately went back to that 11-year-old girl that, like, stood in line and waited for her signature. And oh I was God. like, oh, my God. I was, like, running around my house. <laughs> like, I was younger. And my dad was like, what happened? It's like, Tisha Pinochero. <laughs> she just retweeted it. And she oh said it was cool. And I, like, freaked out. So that's amazing. Yeah, that was a little side story. <laughs> but I was like, I was a huge Monarchs fan. Um, I went to all, almost all their games, as many games as I could. Um, just growing up playing basketball, that was huge for me to be able to see women being successful at for sure something that I'm trying to accomplish and play mm-hmm. basketball. So um, I think my parents did a really good job of being like, you know. Idolize Tisha. Look at what she's doing. Look at her work ethic. Look where she is. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I'm only five five, so I don't really think the WNBA was gonna be <laughs> my career path. But I definitely Long picked shot. up those those work ethics for sure. <laughs> did you play in in college or high school? Yeah, I did. I um I played in high school. I got a scholarship um to a D two school in San Diego, um and I played basketball there. And um, it wasn't as glamorous as I thought <laughs> being a college athlete was going to be, which I don't know who actually thinks that, but I did. <laughs> um, it was really hard. And the opposite of, you know, being at the top of high school, you're like, you know, you're the person on campus. Yeah, you won them the title. Then you mm-hmm. go to college and they're like, we all did that. You suck. So I'm like, <laughs> all right. Cool. So then I started studying journalism and I was like, I'll just write about basketball instead. Amazing. <laughs> is your dad so excited that you went into that as a career? Yeah, he is. And at first I I didn't want to do that. I was like, I wanted to study fashion and do lifestyle. Um, but then I kept gravitating towards sports stories or writing about sports on campus in college or even um, when I worked at a magazine, I would interview athletes. There was just that connection that was there that it was like, you know, we've kind of been through the same things. I understand. And um, yeah, that's what I I, I kind of rolled with that. And that's how I kind of ended up at The Ringer. Amazing. Awesome. Have you had any have you had any fun interactions with any players besides the retweeting? <laughs> Oh my gosh. I totally fangirled about that. That just happened a couple of days ago. So that's like fresh, fresh on my mind. Amazing. I don't believe um, it. We got the fresh scoop. Oh my gosh. It's it's amazing. Like the jersey's like still right here. I just love it so much. Um I can't think of any other interactions. Well, another if if I keep going down the really scary Russian doll thing, it's <laughs> it's um it's Ruthie Bolton who was also on that Monarchs team. And I got to actually play with her when I I came back from college and I I was in Sacramento and she was in this rec league that I was playing in. Which Mm -hmm. I'm like, what? Also, she's like (laughs) over 40 and she is still very good at basketball and very ripped. She has like the best arms in the WNBA history, I think. Um, Still the same, still very good at basketball. And that was really cool to just play with her. And That's amazing. Full circle again. My monarchs love them. <laughs> How did you feel when the monarchs were? Because they're they're no more, right? Like when when did yeah. that happen? That was in I believe around two thousand five, two thousand six. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was so sad, just as a, a fan, as mm-hmm. a and just. Really, at that time, I was kind of seeing, you know, how the WNBA wasn't getting that much respect. To me, it was everything. And and to my teammates and young girls growing up, it's like, this is the best thing in the world. Why doesn't everyone feel this way? Right. Um, and especially, I mean, the Kings suck. And they've always sucked. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you get rid of the only team that's won a championship in the city. Like that doesn't even that doesn't even make sense. So no. everyone around Sacramento kind of had that same feeling. Um, and it was the the Maloof family that just didn't really invest in the WNBA and in their, you know, their women's league. And I feel like that's the main problem with the league right now is the owners, you know, the fans are going to be there. We love basketball. Just if you love basketball, period, you should like the WNBA. That's just a fact. But for sure. For sure. If if the owners and the people with power and money don't respect the league, then it, it's not going to grow and expand. Um, and I think that's exactly what happened to the Monarchs. Such a sad Man. story. Yeah, yeah. My condolences. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I, um, so we're like relatively new fans to both the NBA and WNBA. And I think for us, it, it seems like they're really giving some more attention to it, like more recently and um, spotlighting players and highlighting things. I think like, I'm interested to know your perspective since you've been part of it for so much longer. Like, do you feel like that is improving in the league overall? I definitely feel that way. And I, I think that this year specifically, it's been really cool to see people kind of wake up and be like, oh, yeah, I forgot the WNBA was here, especially since it came back first um, right, right. from the pandemic. It kind of set the tone, even with the draft um, earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Um so it's been cool to see people recognize it and say, you know, I miss sports. I miss basketball, period. Um, let me tune in to these amazing women <laughs> that are at the mm-hmm. top of their game and they're professionals, which I'm like, hello, we've been doing this. <laughs> Come on. Um, but I, I have seen it improve. I'm hopeful that it keeps going um, in the right direction. And people don't forget about it once uh, you know, it goes back to being kind of offset with the NBA. Mm -hmm. Um, I think right now also with it being at the same time, um, you know, you're getting more in-game promos. Even you're watching that Celtics and heat game. And they're like, Hey, the WNBA comes on tomorrow and don't forget. So when the WNBA is normally played in the summer, I think that we should keep that going. We should say, okay, the NBA is about to end, but basketball is still happening. Like if you want to continue to watch basketball, the WNBA season is about to start. Like we have to change the narrative rather than, okay, it's the women's turn. And like, Mm -hmm. if you want to watch, yeah, go ahead. But it it should be, you're a fan of basketball. You love the sport. You get to watch it all year round, which is great. Yeah. (laughs) That's the best part. I think... Um, I agree with you. I'm I'm wondering, like, I've been wondering though, is like because they're on at the same time, is that you know, are people too like overloaded with basketball to like, you know, give the W a shot when they maybe would have if they if the NBA wasn't happening at this time? But I'm I'm curious if they're gonna like release any data on that. But also, they're like because of COVID, there's no way that that data could be like actually useful because we don't know why people are tuning in or not tuning in uh, because things are so crazy and fucked up right now but it's not like people can buy tickets and that's how you measure you know appeal um yeah but But i feel like for me personally like it's it's hard to keep up with the playoffs of one of the leagues at a time so having them like simultaneously is just you're doing nothing else but watching basketball, which a lot of people love doing that. <laughs> um, but it, yeah, it's hard. Like we were talking about before, I have to record at least one or one and a half games like every day. Mm-hmm. And I, I think with the playoffs, I wish they would have staggered it because like yes. we have you know, we have no basketball on Mondays and no one cares about football. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares about football. So it's like <laughs> they're trying to go it around Monday night football but mm-hmm. I wish it was staggered so that it was like five days a week. We had a game every night where we're double loaded some days, mm-hmm. especially when, um, you know, the the NBA playoffs were earlier and it was like three games a night. Right. right. Um, so I wish you didn't have that choice. It was like on a silver platter, like <laughs> the WNBA is waiting for you. Just come right. and watch because there's no NBA games on. And yeah. that's unfortunate. 
Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we have to take away all, all the barriers that anybody would be like, but I can't watch because of this and I can't watch because of this. <laughs> it's like, well, we took it all away and it's here. So just watch it. You dummy. Exactly. <laughs> and that's how the season started. Like a lot of the players were like, you have nothing else to do. You are yeah. locked inside your house. Don't go outside. Just will your way to to turn the remote on to watch right. women's basketball and like that was the advertising it's on abc it's on espn like you can yeah. do this yeah right. and that, and that and makes a kinda, big difference yeah right this is kind of the first year where it is on national television which is kind of weird to think about like if you didn't have league pass which is only 16 dollars, by the way people like for the whole season if you didn't have league pass you weren't able to watch kind of the the obscure matchups that make basketball great. You could right. only watch the Brianna Stewart's and Sue Bird versus, you know, mm-hmm. like that Aces and Seattle game would have definitely been on ESPN. But then you've watched like two games all season because nothing else would, would be on national television, which sucks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we ask almost all of our guests this question um, out of either league, who would you kiss? If all basketball players wanted to kiss you and you just <laughs> oh had your God. choice. <gasps> oh my God. I'm going to say current <laughs> players. Current active. Okay. Yeah. Current <laughs> active players. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's a really good question. Oh, I'm glad you. <laughs> I'm always scared a little bit when I ask, to be honest, <laughs> that people are going to be like, That's not what it's about. And it's like, Well, Sometimes it is. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it is. And it's like, who would I like to kiss? But who would I just want to experience that kiss with? Yeah. Who you would know, be good like, at it? Yeah. Like, who, yeah. who would just be a good kisser? Mm-hmm. This is this is a good one. <laughs> I feel like I'm think I'm taking way too long. Like, no, no please you're fine. take your time. Please take your time. It's a really important answer. So. <laughs> yeah. Take also, this is kind need. of gotcha journalism. Like, we didn't mean to surprise you. <laughs> Should have warned you ahead of I time. Know, huh? I know. I probably would have come up with a really good answer with like lists of reasons why. <laughs> I I don't know where this is coming from and maybe this is just like my first thought but i i wonder it's what your heart wants i don't know why yeah <laughs> i don't know why kyle kuzma is is coming to my heart right now i don't think i i find him that attractive but i kind of just like he's cute i kind of just want to see he's got a fun personality yeah you know yeah i feel like he'd you know be mixing it up and it'd be interesting i feel like that would be that would be cool (laughs) i think that's a great answer it is yeah uh he you know that he's like you know fun and funny and you know and i think he's a handsome guy you know he is he's He's kind of he's kind of a baby face but i feel like maybe in like five years he'll be very mature looking right i know that's I know. Am I a cougar? He is like younger than me. <laughs> He's dating That's, Winnie Harlow, by the way. Which yeah, I, like, I, lo- I love watching or I love like, yeah, their Instagram photos and stuff. They're so cute together. OK, maybe that's why I say that answer, because I feel like we'd have a fire Instagram picture <laughs> like either while we're kissing or like after we kiss, like he would get all the angles. He would really know how yeah. to, you know. He get gets my it. light, find my light with my dark complexion. <laughs> I really feel like you get that. Yeah, I don't know why I equated a good Instagram picture with good kisser, but <laughs> that's where we are. It's 2020. It is. You yeah. gotta share your best kiss with the world. <laughs> yeah, you gotta milk it for all it's worth. If you get one kiss. Welcome to another All Star Review. This is where we read the reviews that you leave for us on your podcast app of choice. Today's review is from Marge. They say, I found out about this pod when the gals appeared on the flagrant ones. I love this pod. I now listen to two NBA podcasts and have still never watched an NBA game. This speaks to the quality of the podcast. You don't have to watch B-Ball to enjoy. I love the Dunkey Awards. Thank you so much. What a what a sweet review from someone who doesn't care about basketball at all. (laughs) (laughs) 
If you want us to read your review, just leave us five stars on Apple Podcasts or the app of your choice, and we'll read it on the show. Um, so much happens in a week. We can't possibly cover it all. So we wrap it up in a little segment called Previously on Basketball. I love it. Previously on X-Men. Basketball. <laughs> all right. The Lakers defeat the Nuggets, advancing to the NBA Finals for the first time in 10 years. Candace Parker wins her first Defensive Player of the Year award after 13 seasons in the WNBA. Alyssa Thomas dislocates her already injured shoulder, still leads the Sun to Game 3 victory over the Aces. Chicago Bulls hire new head coach Billy Donovan. Tyler Hero's clutch threes give the Heat a 3-2 lead over the Celtics. Joel Embiid and partner Anne DePaula welcome baby son Arthur. Carl Anthony Towns showers Jordan Woods with gifts at her 23rd birthday yacht party. <laughs> I want a yacht party. Yeah. Right? Let's watch this video of Carl Anthony Towns and Jordan Woods. Please. Have they been together for a while? I asked it's, the same thing. I think it's new. They just, okay. they just recently um, came out, I think, publicly. Like, p- both posted each other on their Instagrams. He gave her a Jordan okay. jersey. Okay. Jordan jersey. <laughs> what? Like a bunch of like <laughs> fancy purses. She's just like wearing her Jordan jersey <laughs> bathed in gifts. With the glitter Signed filter. Signed by Michael Jordan. What? Signed by Michael Jordan. That's insane. Oh, and they're both now wearing them. them on a, they're on a boat. Yeah, maybe he's like, well, this is kind of my gift too. <laughs> Like, I'm going to wear the Jordan jersey as well. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Wow. He's in love. I mean, that's that's the behavior of a man in love. (laughs) He's got it bad. No one's ever given me a Jordan jersey. (laughs) I know. I was about to say, you know, I thought I was in love, and I have not gotten the signed Jordan jersey. (laughs) Dang. I have a Looney Tunes like from Space Jam, Jordan Jersey. Oh, that's fun. Th- that's awesome. Not a Tune Squad. Yeah, <laughs> a Tune Squad. But I also didn't know about this couple. I my boyfriend actually told me that today. Wow. Yeah. And it, it's new. Uh, they just for been sure. yeah keeping it under wraps. But oh, oh yeah, oh. they're like palming the booty her grab. Butt. Yeah, <laughs> they're, yeah. They're in some like tropical location. There's a bunch of photos of them on the beach. Looking into wow. each other's eyes is very romantic. Also good for her. Yeah, yeah I'm into good it. For her. I'm into yeah. it. It's a Honestly, very cute he's, couple. He yeah. seems so sweet, and you know he has had such a rough year. I'm glad he's enjoying a beautiful Something. vacation yeah. with his lady. Definitely. Yeah. I know. Oh, oh good guy. for them. Good for yeah. Them. yeah. Um, let's let's ramp up to the. Let's not get to the Lakers quite yet. <laughs> Let's look at Joel Embiid's um, baby announcement. <gasps> I also didn't know about this. This is breaking news for me. A lot yes. of this. Really? This, I don't. Oh my gosh. It's really cute. A photo of him and the baby, skin to skin. He looks like he's breastfeeding. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he does. <laughs> <laughs> also, he's, Arthur? How? That's his, it's his, his brother's, brother's name, name who passed away, which is really sad and sweet. Oh um, my gosh. Yeah, I didn't know he was about to have a baby. It, it was a surprise to me as well. Almost a blessing that he left the bubble when he did so that he could be there. First of 11 or more? He wants 11 kids? Yeah, that's a little... That's a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to build a soccer team, but for real, I'm so excited for the future. <laughs> he wants Cute. a soccer team in his house. It makes sense. <gasps> Those are going to be some big kids. I mean, they're going to be massive. Yeah. Like soccer. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, well, congratulations to the new parents. Yes. Let's uh, let's watch this video of Jimmy Butler appreciating his teammate. He's wearing Tyler Hero's high school jersey. <laughs> and 
and he's walking in like so <laughs> ridiculously. Sauntering past Tyler here. <laughs> this is the sauntering best. is the right sauntering is the right word. How did he even get that? That was my question. Like, did he call Tyler Hero's mom and was like, can you send this to me right now? (laughs) He had it the next morning. It makes me think he already had it for some reason. I thought that too. I was like, he packed it and he was like, I'm going to bring this out when Tyler Hero scores 37 points and I'm just going to have it ready. That's such an adorable thought is that he's got all of his teammates high school jerseys just (laughs) whenever they have a good game. He's going to support them the next day. It's so so sweet. Uh, I love him. I love him so much. I'm so (laughs) glad he found his his team that he works well with. Me too. Jimmy Buckets is a very interesting character. And I feel like he needs a cast that supports that craziness. And I feel like the Miami Heat is is perfect. I'm kind of sad I didn't think about it earlier. This is a perfect fit for him. I'm so happy. Same. Yeah. Hashtag heat wave. I'm riding that heat wave. <laughs> Ride it. It's going to be great. Until they meet the Lakers. Sorry. Uh, let's talk about the Lakers. So last night, um, they they were up uh, 3-1. You know, everyone was like, okay, are they going to close it out tonight? Um, and they did. They won the Western Conference Finals. Um, let's look at LeBron's reaction after <laughs> winning. <laughs> His feet hurt. <laughs> He's sitting stone-faced on the court, shoes off, slides off, just sitting yes. in his socks. <laughs> just sitting in the confetti that yeah, dropped the confetti. when they won. <laughs> the confetti is the perfect part. It's just sprinkled around perfectly <laughs> in the yellow and white. I oh, mean, can you not just... Can he not just be happy to be He's to on be to the, the next final? game. I mean, I get he, it. He's in that mindset, but like, it's worth celebrating, I think. Especially <laughs> this season. Like, this yeah. weird bubble season where everybody was just counting us out and that we were going to have an asterisk next to this championship if we were going to win. I, I get where he's coming from. I see him, you know. Also, this is his 10th time going. So he's like, okay, I've celebrated this so much, whatever, Mm -hmm. on to the next. But as a group of young guys that this is their first time, they're so starry eyed. And I feel like he's kind of sending the message of like, we didn't win anything yet. Like, yes, we won Mm -hmm. the Western Conference, but we have we have more work to do. And I, mm-hmm. I hope that that's what he was signaling. And he even said, he's like, we're going to celebrate tonight, which I'm, he's probably just doing this while everyone's around him celebrating. Yeah. <laughs> but um, he's like, dancing around him as yeah. he's in the middle of the dance floor sitting. <laughs> let's, uh, let's watch Caruso's response. Caruso. Hey, Alex, your first trip to the NBA finals, just a few days away. What does that make you feel? How excited are you? Yeah, man, that's pretty awesome when you say it out loud. It sounds, uh, sounds a lot cooler than I thought it was going to sound. <laughs> <laughs> what I guess he didn't think that far ahead. is <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, great. Man, it's so interesting seeing him. Like, he's just, like, shining on the court. Like, getting threes. Yeah. Like, just really, like, doing some amazing stuff on the court. And then you're just like, wow. That guy is doing that stuff. <laughs> he just does not look the part, but I'm so oh happy gosh. for him. When Alex Caruso first came on the Lakers Summer League, I remember that day very specifically because I I turned to my boyfriend and I was like, did we pick up like a 40-year-old? Like I thought it was going to be one of those stories of like, 40-year-old gets his chance. He's been in yeah. the G League for 10 years, which was a Lakers story like not too long ago. But I thought it was happening again because of, Mm -hmm. you know, hairline. He's like going bald. He hasn't let it go yet. But he's like (laughs) younger than me. He's like early (laughs) 20s. But he just, I I love him because it's opportunity. Like he shined from that summer league game till now. Mm -hmm. And I don't even think he gets enough minutes. We should build this team. Forget LeBron. Forget AD. (laughs) Build this team around Alex Caruso. How much money do you want, Caruso? Let's do it. Let's make it happen. He's that spark off the bench. I know. (laughs) I was thinking like, 
How amazing would it be if they win the finals, if he gets finals MVP? And oh LeBron's like, what the fuck? And AD, they're like, wait, what? <laughs> AD would break down in tears oh in front God. of everyone. And then he would very much leave the Lakers because he's, you know, the drama queen. But yeah. I would actually love that. I think I would break down crying like as oh, if man. I won it. I'd be like, yes, Caruso. <laughs> or if LeBron wins it. And then he's like, you know what? I have enough of these. Here, Caruso, you deserve it. Just hand it off. Yeah, just hand it off. Here, take the car. Take it. And Caruso's like, what? That would be amazing. That would never happen. But man, that would be cool if it did. (laughs) Not with how competitive these guys are. There's no way, but... What, it sounds like a plot to a movie, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so during this game, something baffling happened. Um, Anthony Davis, you know, got a basket and then celebrated in maybe the oddest way possible. He's smelling his finger. <laughs> this grossed me out so bad. What? How did I miss that? Oh, my <sighs> God. I, you, I'm sorry, that you missed it and we're showing it to you now. Like, I Why? wish I had missed it. <laughs> it's so gross. It's I'm assuming so it's gross, gross, right? Yeah. I, I can't imagine it means anything but what but we're all what we thinking think. it means. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. I, I'm not even going to try to interpret that. No. You know? That's- I mean, maybe he was just like before the game, he was like, okay, I got to come up with something that people are gonna like like remember and that's I need like people the to one talk idea about me on twitter tomorrow <laughs> drama queen i need to be talked about please love me so i'm gonna think of something really weird and yeah. then everyone's gonna talk to me about it classic yeah. ad it worked, I mean, it worked. we're talking about him asking now. what the hell it was oh man i oh hope my he gosh. doesn't bring it back he's I know. Don't. That's a one-time thing. Don't do it again. I also have this theory that AD is made of glass, and that's mm. why every time he falls or does sneezes, does absolutely anything, I'm like, oh my god, he's broken. <laughs> We're gonna have to bring the stretcher. Like he's just drama. I think sometimes he just lays on the court because he's like, I want the camera to be on me for just a second, only me, not LeBron. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I can see that being his. <laughs> thing (laughs) and he'll have like the worst um explanation for it like he did with the that's all folks t-shirt where it's like oh come on it was just there like my stylist dresses me and i'm like (laughs) i have no control over what goes on my body like i just lift my arms up i I can't read my shirt (laughs) my stylist just puts the shirt on for me i have no control (laughs) i close my eyes it just walked Uh, right he he likes the drama for sure yeah Oh, my gosh. All right. So any last words about the Lakers that you want to say about their Western Conference finals? Yeah, I do. I think that we should bench Danny Green and completely try to sell his contract and give all his money to Alex Caruso. That's also (laughs) what I think. And it needs to happen because he's a liability. Uh And... I have thrown things at my television. I have yelled because it's not only that he's playing terribly. He's playing scared. He's like, oh, I don't even know if I want to shoot. I'm scared. I know I'm going to miss it. And I'm like, okay, go sit down. We don't need this. This is not the energy that we need. But he still starts. And so either, you know, he has something over Frank Vogel's family. I think it's also (laughs) that, too. It's like... Is this mob ties? Because why else are you playing in any other team in any other league? If you're not doing what a starter should be doing, you should not be playing. And then everyone's like, oh, he's playing defense. That's why he's there. Every person has scored on him. Jamal Morey had 40 on him. So it's Mm -hmm. like, no, don't give me that either. He's not doing what he's supposed to do. So give your money, sign your contract over to Alex Crusoe. That's what I'm expecting. And that's what I need to happen. That's, that's <laughs> my last thoughts. Okay. Well, Great Frank last thoughts. Does, he does listen to this show. So I think he'll take that to heart. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we're going to switch gears and talk about a WNBA game for reference. 
here's where we're at right now. The Sun are up two to Aces one win in their series, and the Storm are up two to z- the Lynx's zero um, in their series. So they these games are happening today, so we don't know yet um, what the outcome is. So by the time you guys hear this, you'll probably know if we have, if anyone's won a series yet. <laughs> There's a good chance it's happening right now. But this week we watched the Minnesota Lynx at the Seattle Storm in game two of the WNBA semifinals on September 24th, 2020. Let's meet the girls. Let's Let's go girls. So on the Minnesota Lynx, <laughs> I love it. That's so cute. Cute. <laughs> we have starters Crystal Dangerfield, Odyssey Sims, Bridget Carlton, Nafisa Collier, and Damaris Dantas. Uh off the bench we had Rachel Banham and Eric Erica McCall. The head coach is Cheryl Reeve. On the storm. We've got um, Super Jewel Lloyd, Alicia Clark, Brianna Stewart, and Natasha Howard. Off the bench, Jordan Canada, Sammy Whitcomb, Mercedes Russell, head coach Gary Kloppenberg. All right, let's let's get get into into the game. game. (laughs) Perfect. Perfectly synchronized. Okay, so this game actually was delayed quite a bit because there were some inconclusive COVID tests. Um, So this series, I think, was supposed to start like three days earlier or something. But so they were talking about how like everything's good. It was on the storm, I believe. Everything's good. Everybody's healthy and, and no one actually had COVID, but they had some inconclusive tests. Right? Yes, yes. And it was it was a little scary there for a second. People were like, is the bubble popping? You know, I feel like no one talks about the WNBA unless negative things are happening. <laughs> but um, yeah, it happened multiple times throughout the season too. Um, players had inconclusive tests that they just kind of blamed on bad test kits. Um, and the rest of the team was able to play. But that player would just sit that game out and this time it was three players i believe that had inconclusive tests so they were like we're shutting everything down just want to be on the safe side um until it they had to have negative tests for 24 hours um before the the next game uh there was some theories going around that they shut it down because it was star storm players rather than just role players so Mm. they didn't want to play the game without, you know, Sue Bird or Brianna Stewart. So those are some rumors flying. But I, I think the commissioner, Kathy Engelbert, did the right thing. Just for sure. Paused it. Um, you know, we didn't want anything to happen or for it to spread. You don't know where it was at on the team or on the other team. So I think she did the right thing. I agree. Better safe than sorry, right? Yeah. And yeah, it, for sure. with three people, it's like they've all been in contact. The whole team could be, you know not testing positive yet. So it's like, might as well just like pause everything and make sure everyone's okay. Yeah. So at the beginning of this, before the game started, Nafisa Collier read a statement from the players about Brianna Taylor and something she said was essentially the lack of indictment for her murder was outrageous and offensive And, you know, justice is on the ballot. And essentially the conversation during this game from the players and from the um, announcers was we need to vote, you know, get out there and vote um, on or before November 3rd. And even Holly Rowe was like, the attorney general position is an elected position. You know, make sure you let them know what's up. Yeah. Let Daniel Cameron know uh, this is not cool. Um, mm-hmm. And it was, it's great. I mean, the WNBA has always been like this, but it's always like amazing that the whole, you know, organization the, uh, the from the 
media to the players to coaches, like everybody except for the owners. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Ooh, don't even get me started there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, it, you know, the W has, like you said, have always been the forefront of um, everything regarding, you know, equal pay, um, social injustices, even in 2016, you know, the fever and the links, they took a knee for police brutality right along with Kaepernick. Um, mm-hmm. and one of the first people to do so. And, um, so this isn't anything new. Um, like I said, they're not new to this. They're true to this. This is just <laughs> who they are as, as, uh, women of the W, but, you know, specifically this season where they have dedicated the whole season to Brianna Taylor and the say her name campaign and, and wearing Brianna Taylor's name on the back of their jerseys as a reminder that we're not going to forget. And, and this is something that it was horrible that happened and it is happening to black women and black and brown people all over the country. Um, so I really admire them. And even throughout this, the season, you know, they took shot clock violations to make sure that the announcers uh, talked about an initiative or talked about where to go vote. And each team would pick what they wanted to discuss during those, you know, that 24 seconds on air and and realizing that their platform and, and that their time on TV has to be bigger than basketball has to be bigger than them. And I admire them for that. They're, they're leaders in all the sense of the word of the word and, it's unfortunate that, you know, this is what's happening in our country and this is a reality even before the season. It's it's been happening, um, but that they chose to use their platforms in the best possible way for the Say Her Name campaign. For real. Yeah, Definitely. they're they're yeah. so um, like, you know, you have to think of like what these players have gone through in their personal lives, too. So it's just like they're leading uh, in so many ways. And it's really kind of um, admirable to see the support yeah, they get to. I think it's so like, it's so much to ask of them to be like, you, you need to be playing at a super high level. Like we're in the playoffs, but also at the same time, like balancing all these way more important issues that are happening and that you want to spotlight and for them to have to, you know, juggle both of those things. It's a, it's a lot to, it's a lot to expect from, from anyone. And, and, um, I really respect the way they did it. And obviously everybody was disappointed with the outcome of the case and it's horrible, but I think like the W especially needs that they need to get the credit because they, you know, even though the NBA was very vocal and loud about it, like the W is where it is where it started. So Right. Shout out Definitely. to Definitely. Yeah. And and Angel McCautry from the Aces, it was her idea to to start with putting Brianna Taylor's name um, and George Floyd's name on the jerseys. That was her idea. The NBA ran with it and was like, uh, we're not going to do that. We don't want to single people out, but we're going to do these phrases. And everyone's like, the NBA is doing these, these phrases. It's so great. Mm-hmm. It's like, where did it start from? It started from Angel McCautry, from the WNBA, a black woman. Like, we have to be able to um ap- appreciate and give the credit where it's due but it's also not about that it- it's about the the overall message and that's what when i talked to her that's exactly what she said she's like i don't really want the credit i'm just happy that it's happening and that it is bigger than basketball and that's what we're talking about rather than stats and figures it's the bigger things that are going on in the world totally definitely um so going into this game everyone was wondering if the links were going to step up, you know, the storm had were up by one and, you know, there's a lot of questions coming into it. Um, it's so funny. I guess we haven't watched a ton of links games and I've heard so much about Cheryl Reeve and have like read about her and how um, great of a coach she is. And, but watching her yelling, <laughs> on the side of the court and how in it she is. I mean, it was very (laughs) interesting to watch. She's you can, the, because it's so silent in there because they don't, you know, have a crowd. 
you could really hear what she was saying. Too. You hear everything, and I, I love, love it. And she is she's usually mic'd up, so she was actually mic'd up so that they can you know do the breakaway like wired. But I mm-hmm. love watching her because she actively turns it on and off. Mm-hmm. which is my favorite thing because she's like, I'm about to cuss right now. <laughs> Click off. And then she yells at somebody, clicks back on. Let's go, ladies. Like, I love that part. Just seeing her like in her mind, like make sure to turn your microphone off because you're about to say some shit right now. <laughs> that is so funny. I love that. Amazing. Yeah. I love so, too, yeah. so this game was, I mean, for the most part, I feel like the storm were in the lead um by a lot so it was kind of a blowout Um, i know i was really disappointed because i picked that (laughs) game thinking it was going to be great because the first game was a buzzer beater and i was like oh they're gonna come out they're gonna be fired up it's gonna go toe to toe and then that just did not happen and the storm were like yeah we just we were tired we just needed a break that was weird and uh yeah so i thought that was funny yeah Jewel Lloyd was like going off in this game. Um, She's so impressive to watch. Um, Also one of the people we, we always talk about how the WNBA has like some of the best names, like the players have some of the best names and, (laughs) and she's one, she's on my list. Jewel Lloyd, great name. Um, but they talked I mean, a lot. That sounds like an like an old Hollywood actress or something. Totally. <laughs> yes. This is amazing. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are some of your other ones? I'm curious. Um, I love Dewana Bonner. I think that's just like it just rolls off your tongue. It's so um, I'm a fan of Jordan Canada. Jordan I N. I'm a little biased. We're A N over here, <laughs> but the I N crew. Yeah, that's that's. That's other Jordans. <laughs> um, Odyssey Sims is an amazing name. Oh my God. And they showed her little baby that she had a baby like five months ago or something, four months yeah. ago. Yeah. She came back four months after having a baby. It's insane. And she's so good. She's <laughs> yeah. so good. Yeah. And I was thinking about that because I was giving her credit like, wow, she came back four months after, but she was pregnant for nine months before that. So yeah. she really hasn't been like over a year. She hasn't played at a high level and she just scores, you know, 20 points on you like nothing. And you're like, that's when I have the existential crisis. Like I haven't had a baby <laughs> and I could never do, those do that. Things. So that's just, they're just really good at what they do. <laughs> it's so impressive. It's like, NBA players could never could no could never. never they they would never even be able to give birth they would be yeah. like such babies oh about God. it and <laughs> she I think they said that she was she had started working out like three weeks after giving birth which is people don't realize how much it wears on your body to give birth to a human <laughs> To a human being. We're furthering the population as women. Then have to go out there and just play professional basketball. It's like, are you kidding me? And that Skylar Diggins Smith was very um, outspoken about this, where last season she was she took the year off, but the season before that, she played majority of the season pregnant. Did right. not tell anybody, made the all star team pregnant oh my god it's mind-boggling <laughs> i can't believe what? it like i can't wait till i'm pregnant so i just sit on the couch i'm not gonna be like oh <laughs> let me go make an all-star team like <laughs> that just blows my mind i get tired after recording one podcast like me too I'm and not- all we do is stay here <laughs> we're not doing anything <laughs> There's I just took no my dog for a walk and I was winded just going around the block. Then I tried to like sit down on the ground and my knees were like, oh my like, God, racking everywhere. My mom came from the other room. and was like, are you okay? So I, I couldn't have made it. I couldn't have made it. Yeah. This is, it's so impressive. She's, she's so good and fun to watch too. Um, her and Nafisa Collier were really the ones like keeping the links, you know, sort of in this, I would say. 
Yeah, and Afisa got in foul trouble, which yeah. I, I, yeah. That, that sucked for them. Yeah, that really sucked for sure. Yeah, there was a part. There was a point in like the third quarter where the links were starting to close the gap a bit, but then that was like the that was like the one exciting part where it was like maybe, and I was like, oh no. <laughs> and they're yeah. good at that because that's that's pretty much what they did in game one and kind of what they've been doing all season. They're like the Nuggets in that sense, like they are the comeback kids. They they kind mm-hmm. of dig themselves a little bit of a hole, but they come back, they keep it close, they keep it interesting. But yeah, then Joel Lloyd happened and Brianna Stewart happened, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, they don't have a chance. That's yeah, it was it kind of faded away <laughs> very <Yeah>. quickly. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy how stacked that s- the storm team is. Like you, Seriously. you know, the, if it's they're like fair. defending hard on one player, it doesn't matter. They've got, you know, <laughs> a whole other, you know, four other players who are able to make those shots. And I don't know. It's, it, I think it was still a fun game, you know, like Agata was saying that in the third, I think the third ended, it was like 62, 68. So it's like, mm-hmm. okay, they can do this in the fourth. They got this. And the storm just went on a run in the fourth quarter. And yeah, it's really not fair. No. Seattle is yeah. a very, very good team. But I think what was my favorite part of watching at the beginning of the season, I really paid attention to who had fast starts. And I I was like, you know, they're in a bubble. They've been off. What team is really going to gel well from the jump? And Seattle was that team. They came in the bubble in incredible shape. And I remember Minnesota was one of the first games that they played and Minnesota had to call, like use all their timeouts. They were dead tired and even you know just conditioning playing a huge part and their chemistry they didn't have Mm -hmm. Brianna Stewart last year they were determined from the jump to say you know we made it pretty far without you we know we can make it all the way with you and that's what's what's been their momentum for the whole season so it it only makes sense that they get close to the finals that they continue that (laughs) amazing the final score was 79-89. Storm took it. Jewel Lloyd had 20 points, five rebounds, four assists. She's In so her good. interview, she said she was like, just trying to do my job, which I thought was, I'm like, all right, very humble. <laughs> she so they call her the golden mamba. That's that's what they call her. She yeah. has that mamba mentality in her. And I think this game, I've always loved Jewel Lloyd, but I think this game, I really sat back and was like, I think she's one of my favorite players. Like, yeah. I think I I really love watching her play. I love watching her get her shots. I love the confidence that she has. Even on this stacked roster, you could really fall back and say, oh, let me pa- be passive and give it to Suber, give it to Alicia Clark. She's has a great three-point percentage. But she looks for her shot, and she leads her team. And I, I was like, wow, I- I really love Jewel Lloyd for her name and for the type of player that she is. <laughs> yeah. And th- they talked about how Kobe was her mentor and they showed the, a text uh, that she sent Kobe saying, how do you get out of a shooting funk? And he said, there's no such thing as a funk. There's just the next shot. Um, and it does seem like she, I mean, it makes sense that you love how she plays because she learned, she learned a lot from Kobe. I didn't. I was sad that it took me that long to be like, this <laughs> makes sense. Connect the dots. But it is. She has that mom vitality. She never gives up. She plays the whole game at, at an incredibly high rate. And I love that little DM message of that was also classic Kobe, right? Like, what? We're never bad. We're just, <laughs> it's the next shot. Um, I so know, I, know I lo- what that word means. I, yeah, what's a funk? What? Like, I, I loved that, and I, I think that she channels that. She's had some slumps um, in the middle of the season, but she's peaking at the perfect time. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, uh, we completely forgot to tell you about this, but we give out awards at the end of every game that we talk about. We call them donkeys, uh, and we give them for any arbitrary category that we make up on the spot (laughs) Uh, so let's give out some donkeys donkeys so we always give most points and that has to go to the seattle storm they got the most points (laughs) 
Yeah, they won that. They're doing. They're <laughs> they're scoring a lot of baskets in yeah, basketball throughout the whole season. <laughs> they deserve it. Good job. Um, I want to. I want to give a sh- uh, a donkey to Brianna Stewart for just always keeping a level of excellence that's fun to watch. I love her so much. What at one point she did a really long two and missed got her own rebound and laid it in she's yeah. like it's like you're a one-man show one woman show uh it was amazing she's it's kind of ridiculous sometimes i get angry that she's that tall and that great at, <laughs> at what she does because and and that was a fun part about game one right like nafisa was blocking her shot and everybody was like nafisa's the greatest basketball ever player ever because she stopped me <laughs> Brianna Stewart and that was like the bar Nafisa's great but it's like if she can be stopped in any way possible you get an award because right. she's that great <laughs> but it is I think Brianna Stewart is doing amazing things for the women game and for I sure. love hearing men that don't watch the WNBA be like oh yeah well uh, that Brianna Stewart I think I've watched a couple of clips of her she's pretty good and I'm like you have no idea how great she is what's the respect on her name she's amazing exactly. yeah <sighs> I agree so I think I'm gonna give the um how do I want to say this hardest working mama <laughs> award to our Odyssey <laughs> Sims <laughs> yes that's a good one <laughs> um she has her baby there in the in the bubble with her, I believe, too. He was, he's been to a couple games. <laughs> so cute. I love that. Jayden. Does he wear the little baby headphones? I, I think he does. Those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those are so cute. But so it is kind of I mean, it is kind of quiet in there. So it'd probably yeah. just be the headphones from Cheryl Reeves yelling. But <laughs> <laughs> besides that, it's just like Shoes squeaking, which I love. I love it. <laughs> oh, me too. I love a, sh- a squeaky. I wish I could. I wish I could get in there. <laughs> Just hear um, everything. Do you have any donkeys you'd want to give Jordan? I would. Um, I would say I don't know how to. Maybe like breakout star and mm. Bridget Carlton. I think she had a really great game, and she came out in that first quarter. And she was draining those three. She like had the franchise record this season for three point percentage. Um, and that's somebody who I think she only played like 10 minutes last season. Wow. Um, and now she, you know, Sylvia Fowles being hurt from her calf injury. She stepped into a starting role and really has produced. And so I think that next year she's going to build on this confidence and keep it going. But I'm, I'm so happy for her that. She's breaking out this year. So congrats, Bridget. Nice. Amazing. Gabe, do you have any? Uh, At one point, Super passed it to Brianna Stewart and Ryan Rucco said that she pizza pied it over to... (laughs) I wrote that down too. (laughs) Um, I'd never heard that in in basketball before. So I'm just going to give best pizza pie to (laughs) Super. What? what does that mean? I guess it means like slice it because it, it was like a really like sharp pass. But I, I was racking my brain like, what does he mean pizza pied it over? <laughs> I literally just imagine the ball like going in a rotated motion <laughs> as if you're like doing the dough. But I oh, yeah, don't. Yeah. Yeah. Just like a little <laughs> flip like that. <laughs> Oh, Ryan Rucco. What would the WB without you? <laughs> he, I actually, you know what? I want to give a award to Ryan Rucco because when they showed Odyssey Sims baby, he went, Oh, look at that little guy. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so cute. I was like, yes, I, I want to just like see Ryan Rucco with babies <laughs> all the time. <laughs> and so. there are so many babies in the wobble too. I love that. That was like a featured story of the WNBA wobble. Cause they have to bring their kids cause they're moms. Yeah. Um, it's like, yeah, of course they will. And I, I love that they were, you know, giving a couple kids like internships and like, <laughs> like being the photographer and just like, it's so cute. I it's love so kids. Cute. They're, adorable (laughs) all right 
let's see who won the donkeys. Um, so it, <laughs> do some calculating here. It looks <laughs> like it's the storm. They they have three donkeys. Lynx have two. Ryan Ru- Rocco has one. The outlier. <laughs> yeah. So it's got to go to the storm. Good, congratulations. Yay. Congratulations, storm. <laughs> The storm, I mean, the storm wins the game and the donkeys. Donkeys, arguably more important. (laughs) Yes, that's true. I would agree. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so next week we're going to cover an NBA Finals game. Who knows what's going to happen? Is it going to be Lakers versus Heat, Lakers versus Celtics? Tune in. I mean, you'll you'll probably find out from the TV, but. Who do you want it to be, Jordan? (laughs) <laughs> I, I've thought about this. I think if it's the Celtics, we get a lot of like nostalgia and how the Celtics won nine of the meetings against the Lakers. And we are like, go back and are forced to watch Larry Bird highlights. And <laughs> it's just like, uh, let's try to do something different. The Heat, I feel like are a really, really good team and they s- are scrappy and they play very hard. And so I want us to beat the Heat to show like we played harder than them. And mm-hmm. that's why we won. Because I feel like a lot of people, myself included, feel like the Lakers don't play hard all the time. So mm-hmm. if we beat the Heat, that would mean that we outworked them. We scored more points than them, but we also played harder than them. And, um, you know, we're going to get that whole storyline of LeBron was with the Heat and mm-hmm. he took them. It's going to be the same. Yeah, it's going to be the whole <laughs> banana boat. <laughs> we'll see we more just, banana boat photos yes yes <laughs> just a slideshow of that one photo just over and over <laughs> halftime show banana boat but um yeah so i know what storylines we're gonna get and we're gonna talk about but i i, I want to see the heat because i want to beat them to show that we did it and also let me say clippers fans go just Go fishing. Go retire. <laughs> Do not come into the conversation saying that, oh, Clippers would have beat the Lakers. No, that's not a conversation because you lost to the team that we beat to, that we beat. So that's that's not a thing. So Clippers fans, bye. Take you're, a vacation. You're, you're not invited to into this chat. Yeah. Yeah. Go to Cancun <laughs> with Dave Lillard. <laughs> um yeah, I mean, I I honestly am excited to see whichever matchup, but I think the Heat are gonna beat the Celtics, so I think it will be Lakers Heat in the final. So, I, yeah, I want the Heat for sure, but I want the Heat to win it all. Sorry, Agata, pre- Agata predicted <laughs> yeah. in October that the Heat were go- she, just randomly. She was like, I think just for fun, let's say the Heat win everything. I saw that. Yeah, I just so. want to be right. So. <laughs> That's my main motivating factor. Um, <laughs> I, I think of the, the matchup from Tyler Hero and Alex Caruso <gasps> of like being invited to the cookout matchup <laughs> is amazing. And I, I think that's what <laughs> this nation deserves. You also, know, for equality purposes. <laughs> what about that. the Tyler Hero Kuzma Instagram battle that will happen? <laughs> Oh my God. I just realized that. And I think I'm going to have to turn my notifications on. I think I'm going to have to compile a list of the captions because you already know they're going to be great with the photos, with the filters. Wow. Yes. That's going to be good. Beautiful. Clear the court. Put Tyler Hero and Kuzma at center court with their iPhones, just coming up with the best caption and getting the best filter. I'd watch um, it. Can't wait. For watch sure. It. For sure. Let's all hope the Celtics lose. Sorry to our Celtics <laughs> listeners. Um, all right. Let's. Um, okay. So we don't have a mail basket for this week, but we do want some more messages and emails. If you guys want to send us something, you can email us at hi at duck.town or leave a message at 903-420-DUNK and talk about your team, your favorite players, whatever's going on in your life anything at all. Jordan, thank you so much for being here. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, check out my stories on the ringer.com covering the WNBA and follow me on Twitter at underscore Jordan Liggins. Yay. Yay. Everyone should. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on. It's been so fun chatting with you. Yeah. 
thank you for having me this has been a blast and i think i'm gonna think about that kissing question probably way more than i should but i'm gonna come come back with with another yeah if you come up with another answer you can always come let us know yeah let us know we'll we'd love to hear it (laughs) anastasia is there anything you want to plug um let's see you know, there's a couple podcasts. One is very... It's old. It's like over a year old at this point. But it's so good. And if you like history and American history and hearing how horrible America is, um, listen to the 1619 podcast. It's such a good... It's so well done. I just love hearing stories, people's stories. And um, they like t- essentially tie the very beginning of slavery in America to what's happening today in America and hearing like very personal stories today in America. And it's so well done. I highly, highly recommend it. Agata, do you have anything you would like to plug? Yeah. Mine is not as uh, important sounding as that. (laughs) 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 Uh, I want to plug the real housewives of Potomac. I've been watching it (laughs) recently and it's amazing. It's, um, it's so, it's just like very fun. Um, and so well done. And the women are like very fun to follow. And I believe it's like gotta be, I mean, I haven't watched them all, but out of the ones I've seen, it's the best real housewives series I've seen so far. People have talked about it a lot. So I'm excited to finish it. Potomac, is that the D.C. area? Yeah, it's outside of D.C., like Maryland. Oh, wow. Okay. Amazing. So it, yeah. it ties into political stuff a little bit. <laughs> there you go. I mean, they, they do talk about Obama. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gabe, do you have anything? Uh, not really. Just um, our Patreon is still going at patreon.com slash dunktown. And we're going to be doing our live stream because we met our first goal Yay. And that's going to be one of the um, finals games. So we, we nice. haven't exactly gotten the um, the schedule for the finals yet. And as soon as we do, I'm sure we'll be announcing when that when that game will be. But yeah, sign up to our Patreon. Yeah, if you want to watch with us, sign up at patreon.com slash dunktown. Thanks to everyone, as always, for coming on this journey with us. We love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> For more Dunktown content, check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Dunktown. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dunktown Podcast. I'm on Twitter at Echo underscore Mint and on Instagram at Agata Monica. Anastasia is on both at Anastasia Vigo. Check out our website, Dunk.town. If you like the show, please write us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you listen. We always really appreciate those. We have t-shirts, stickers, hoodies, and more available for sale at Dunk.town slash store. Thank you to Andrea Tomingas for the Dunktown design, and thank you to Andrew Bear for our original music for the show. Sources and references from this episode can be found in the episode description. Bye.